it's time for the rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into the rundown. It is the Friday edition here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 and around the world on the iHeartRadio app. My name is Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me today as we get you set up for the weekend. It seems like some people are like taking like next week off. And so like this is like the start for some folks for like a long weekend, like like a vacation weekend. But I tell you what. Today, we have a lot of things that are going on as we get set up for the uh, the 4th of I think it's like 4th of July weekend now and next weekend as well. But uh, we'll talk a little bit about the all-star team that uh, got selected yesterday. We'll also talk about where is uh, Clemson five-star commitment DJ Ugalehi. We will tell you about that. Why is he not at the Elite uh, Elite 11 championships? We'll tell you about that as well. You know, the country right now is kind of divided on the women's soccer team because of uh, Megan Rapinoe and her stance. She's kneeling on the sideline. I've said that she, I don't think that it's cool that she's doing that. But as I watch uh, the, the World Cup, which is right above my right-hand shoulder here in the, uh, in the world-famous Fox Sports Radio 1400 studios, they are playing France. And France and America are tied at nil-nil, I think is the term they use in soccer for that. And I know people are getting upset with Megan Rapinoe, but the reality is is that uh, Megan Rapinoe just scored for the United States of America. So she may be being an idiot on the sidelines, but her play on the field is outstanding. And you know what? It's America, and I think we should be cheering for America anyway. And uh, our old friend Otter, he, he kind of brings it home. You can do what you want to us, but we're not going to sit here and listen to you bad mouth the United States of America. Exactly. Gentlemen. And that's on both fronts, with Rapino and the people who aren't watching the World Cup today because of Rapino. That's kind of a two-pronged statement there from our buddy Otter from Animal House, which, by the way, is like one of those movies that if you haven't watched and... You're obviously uh, missing out on something in life. But Megan Rapinoe just scored one to nothing. The U.S. leads over France five minutes into the soccer game. Judging by my Twitter feed, at Rob Sounds Good, there are a lot of people that are upset, I am sure, because of what Rapinoe is doing today, especially as she has already lit him up for a goal. And uh, the French, they'll they'll try to rally, obviously. But one to nothing, the U.S. in the quarterfinals of the World Cup, three o'clock here, but it's actually nine o'clock over in France. They got the nightcap over there, and then uh, we'll see uh, who the U.S. or France will play. I'll get the update on that uh, momentarily. The winner of this game will uh, move on. The loser will be eliminated and out of the World Cup. So we'll keep you up to date on that throughout this afternoon. If you're upset with the World Cup, 
with Team USA at the World Cup. I'd love to talk to you about it with Megan Rapino. You don't have to like Megan Rapino. You know, you don't have to like every player or every a player that's on a team. But we all should be supporting America, in my opinion. It's kind of unpatriotic to sit there and say, you know what? I'm not going to support America just because I don't like one person that's on the American team. Think about that for just a second. You can respond at 803-978-1832 for the Rapino haters out there. And I'm not saying that I'm not on that list. I wish she wouldn't do what she's doing. But she's doing it. Sorry. But you can uh, you can respond to that at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call if you want to get involved with the rundown this afternoon. We're also going to talk about the NCAA a little bit. Um, an interesting article I found today brought up some interesting stuff when it comes to the transfer rule. I'm going to read you something directly from the NCAA's website. And when I read this to you, you're going to go, what? How did that happen? There's also a, a good piece that I found on the the Gamecock defense. Do you think it's going to be good, better, or worse than it was last year? So we'll talk about that this afternoon as well. NBA free agency stuff, we can get into that. Um a big honor for a Clemson freshman baseball player. We'll talk about that. One other little note that I'll throw out there is that uh, I read something about this the other day, and I did not know it. Brad Brownell and the Clemson basketball team, they're playing like in this, uh, in like this World Cup where they're representing for Team America, basically. And I think they're playing on, on July 4th, by the way. On July 4th. I'll get you the schedule on that. But, as I said, I'd love to get your comments on Megan Rapino today because right now she's kind of the toast of the soccer world, especially she's got, what, four goals in four games for the U.S. She's like a lightning bottle once she gets on the field, once she's off of it, though. Apparently people are like, what? Don't want anything to do with that. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Are you on the Team USA bandwagon? I don't watch soccer any other time of year, I admit that. I watch the World Cups, and that's about it. Now, I'll go watch if, like, a family member's playing or something. You know, when my kids played soccer, I'd go and watch them. But I kind of understand the rules. You can read a book up on the rules. But in the end, it's not really my sport. It's just not. When you can have a nil-nil tie, zero-zero tie, whatever. Yeah, I'm just, I just can't get behind that. But one to nothing, uh, the USA leads the Frenchies. Can I say the Frenchies without getting in trouble, by the way? Because apparently I've learned that if you say any, anything now, you may get in trouble for it. They are they are Frenchies, right? Is that is that bad? Yeah, you can call up and let me know about that too. Eight zero three nine seven eight one eight three two. My poor wife, sitting at home today with her her however many degrees she's got. She heard me say that. What you can't say that about France? Well, I just did. Eh, good luck with you on that. 
All right, so one to nothing. Would love to hear your thoughts on uh, the USA soccer team. And if first of all, do you care? And second of all, does uh, Megan Rapinoe make you not want to root for the U.S.? All right, so I'll tell you what I'll get into now. Um, This is something from the NCAA where earlier this week they basically put out uh, that it's going to be harder to get a transfer in football. But here's the thing. With the NCAA, if you look into their handbooks, Under the term one-time transfer exception, if you transfer from a four-year school, you may immediately be eligible to compete at your new school if you meet all of the following conditions. Now listen to this closely. This is directly from the NCAA's website. You are transferring to a Division two or three school, or you are transferring from to a Division one school in any sport other than baseball, men's or women's basketball, football, or men's ice hockey. If you're transferring to a Division I school from any of the previously listed sports, you may be eligible to complete, compete immediately if you were not recruited by your original school and you've never received an athletic scholarship. So basically, to put that into non-legal terms, and once again, I'm not like a lawyer, by the way. I'm just a guy that reads a lot of stuff. But I'm not a lawyer, but basically what that says to me is that's like textbook discrimination, in my opinion, from the NCAA. They're saying that if you are somebody that plays tennis, runs track, you are somebody that plays volleyball, you can transfer with no problem. But no, 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 if you play baseball, men's or women's hoops, football, or men's ice hockey, no, you can't transfer. How is that not discrimination? It makes you wonder, if we plugged in any other words there, let's just say we plugged the words in there of, uh, oh, I don't know. Um, If you are an old man, you can't transfer. People would be losing their minds. I'm just saying. It's ridiculous what the NCAA is doing with the transfer rules. But it's right there in black and white. As long as you're transferring to a lower-level school or you're not playing any of the following sports, baseball, men's or women's hoops, football, or men's ice hockey, you can transfer with no problem. And now they're going to make it harder for you to transfer. So now they're doubling down on the dumb. It's like you're playing blackjack and you've got a 20 and you're going to double down hoping you're going to get a 21. It's stupid. It's absolutely stupid what the NCAA is doing. So, how can we fix it? You know, I don't know if it's a good idea to have a complete across-the-board policy where you can transfer wherever you want. I think one way to alleviate some of that, though, is that if you're going to transfer, you can't go on scholarship for a year, but you can play, meaning that you're a walk-on. Pay your own way. Maybe that would help a little bit. But then you've got the the people that are behind the scenes and you know that they're there, that they're going to pay. Uh, Okay, well, let's just take into example uh, 
I don't know, insert great player here. This guy killed it last year, and he wants to transfer over here. Oh, that's great. Yeah, uh, someone behind the scenes may just pay his tuition. Or the, the football program may just write it off. Send him a bill, and it's paid behind the scenes. You never know. And I understand that that happens. That would be one way that I think could make things a little bit better. But if you're going to make it where transferring is it's something that they really have to think about, you can also pull a year of eligibility. You can play right away, but you lose that year of eligibility. Then nobody can do anything about that. You can't backdoor do anything with it. All right, you're a freshman. Guess what? You, you finished up your freshman year. You don't have a sophomore year now. Now you're a junior. If you go about it that way, then things like the APR and stuff like that will eventually keep programs from taking on so many transfers because you may not have enough time to finish your degree. That makes it a little bit harder and puts it in, in the minds of the, the people that are doing it. All right, if I'm just transferring just to transfer, I really got to think about it. Now, that also puts some pressure on the kids, too, because the kids have to make a decision and stick with it. Oh, heaven forbid we do that. Heaven forbid we tell somebody, you know what, I'm going to commit to come and play for you, and then all of a sudden, I can't. Now, I think there should be a couple of things that should be taken into account with this as well. The, a lot of times, an agreement, everybody just kind of walks away like, eh, okay. But I think an agreement can be made, especially with some of these kids, that they go to a school and that coach isn't there. The coaches are able to go and go wherever they want to go. The kids should be given the same opportunity, in my opinion. 803-978-1832, But if those kids decide to go uh, and they leave because their coaches are leaving, that's not really their fault. They should be able to go wherever they want immediately. Play immediately. The NCAA, in my opinion, is discriminating against baseball, men's or women's basketball, football, and men's ice hockey players because they they try to basically screw them over the most. Agree or disagree, would love to take your call at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Of course, we are keeping track of the World Cup. Megan Rapino has already scored a goal for the U.S., she is, can you imagine if she wouldn't be doing what she's doing on the sidelines? She would be America's sweetheart right now. Everybody would absolutely love her. She would have like endorsements flying out the roof. Everything from hair dye from where she dyes her hair pink to whatever. Now she's not going to be touchable at anything. But she's got the only goal for the United States. They lead one to nothing about 18 minutes in to the World Cup quarterfinal as they lead over France. All right, this afternoon we'll take calls on uh, your feelings on Megan Rapinoe. We'll also talk about the NCAA. Are they discriminating? I mean, I think I've laid out a crystal clear example. Does my idea make sense? If you transfer, it's one of two ways. Either A, you're a walk-on, but you can play, and no one can pay for your stuff but you, or you lose a year of eligibility. And that goes against what the schools are doing, too, as far as their APR rating and stuff like that. Now, and 
I think you got to tune up the APR stuff, meaning that if you don't get a high enough APR, set a baseline of whatever it is, if you don't get that, then guess what? You lose two scholarships. If you're on foot of the what on the football team, on the basketball team, you lose one, whatever. Find out what hurts the most. This will cut down on people transferring as much. And when they transfer, they'll realize it's a pretty big deal. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. This is the rundown. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. As we get you set up for the weekend. It's like almost July, meaning that it's it's hella hot. I don't know if that's a word or not, but that's... It sounds like something my grandpa would say. It's hella hot out there, boy. It's hella hot out there. Meaning, make sure you drink plenty of fluids. That's basically what... To, that was the love that I got as a kid. Anyway. Miss my grandpa. All right, so we talked a little bit about the NCAA and how they are, in my opinion, screwing over players from men's and women's basketball, football, men's hockey, and baseball. Why don't we talk about stuff that's on the field now? So I found an article on, this is from uh, Saturday Down South, which they do, majority of their stuff is from the SEC. But they talk about, they do a series on uh, better, better, worse, or good as far as comparing to last season. So they talked a little bit about the Gamecock defense going into this season. You know, I think the first thing they talk about is pressuring the quarterback. When you look at it from this perspective, it's kind of tough to uh, say that the Gamecocks aren't going to be better. Because last year, eh, they weren't exactly that good. So I think the addition of the of a five star recruit in uh, in uh, Pickens, Zach Pickens, may end up helping improve that. Now, also injuries last year kind of let the Gamecocks down. So, pressuring the quarterback, I think they're going to be better. And I think it's going to be uh, kind of a different a different uh, year with Javon Kinlaw, who uh, I think is, is a great player, and then DJ Wanham. He's a potential All-SEC player and hopes to return to his 2017 form. And he had 57 tackles, and 13 of those tackles were for a loss. T.J. Brunson, of course, seemed like he had kind of a, a lackluster season last year, and I think he'll be better. So I think that will be better. The run defense, will that be better? Because a game that Gamecock fans remember from last season that kind of hurt was the Florida game. And with that game, it seemed like Florida just was going to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball, and then that, if it's working, keep going with it. So, with that, I think that getting that depth going is the best thing that could be for 
uh, for the Gamecocks. Once you get the depth going, you're able to not play these guys, and by the fourth quarter, they're not completely worn out. So maybe that will be better. Your passing defense, I think there's question marks. J.C. Horn and Israel uh, Mua Kamumu. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. I'm trying really hard, but I think they'll have those cornerback jobs locked down. But I don't really know how great they're going to be because we've had Rashad Fenton and those guys back there, and how good is that Gamecock pass defense going to be? You know what can make it better is if the pass rushing is better. If they're able to hit somebody, that would be better. So maybe the, I think it's a question mark as far as the passing defense goes. So an interesting piece at the end of this, statistically, the worst total defense for South Carolina during the Muschamp era was last year. Only better than Vanderbilt and Ole Miss. Last year they gave up 424 yards a game. The crazy thing is, is that if you really stop and think about it, the schedule this season, they're going to play probably, I think that Georgia, Clemson, and Alabama have three, that's three of the top ten projected offenses in the country. They could still give up a number that high at the end of the season. So that that stat's kind of skewed a little bit, in my opinion. I think Texas a and is going to throw the ball around a lot this year, too. So, overall, I think it may be a push. They could be better, but as, excuse me, but as far as numbers go, it could be a complete push for the Gamecock defense. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to get involved with the rundown this afternoon... Of course, we're following uh, the Women's World Cup up above me. Megan Rapino, America's sweetheart, if she wasn't un- so unpatriotic. She scored one goal for the Americans. They lead one to nothing over France uh, about 27 minutes into the game. So if you want to respond to anything we've talked about today, give us a call at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. One eight three two is the number to call. This is the rundown. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. As I'm bringing my stuff up here, you're listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. Of course, we are around the world on the iHeartRadio app, and of course, the podcast. Don't forget about that. You can check that out by going to the Fox Sports Radio website. That's simple too. FoxSportsRadio1400.com. More of the rundown in just a moment. Strap in. It's time for the list. The list this afternoon. You know, I was thinking about it, and uh, since we're at the All-Star break, I was talking with a friend of mine the other day, and we were talking about players that aren't in the Hall of Fame. And it's kind of tough for me to sit here and and think that certain players that aren't there that aren't. I guess my brain's so whack today. But I tell you what, there are five players that I came up with that are not in the Hall of Fame 
but I think that they should be there. So I thought that today's list, we would go with that. So with that, these five players are not in the Hall of Fame, but then again, they probably should be. So here we go with that. And at number five, number five, when I really started looking at it, you know, Roger Clemens is not in the Hall of Fame. And a lot of people are going to be like, you know, well, Rob, he did steroids. You think everybody else wasn't doing steroids? I mean, it was in like the steroid era. So, in my opinion, it's kind of hard to have the Hall of Fame without Roger Clemens in it. And some people are going to get upset with me for saying that, but you know what? I think that eventually we're all going to come around on it. And a lot of these guys that played in the steroid era, we're going to look back on it and be like, man, they certainly deserve to be there. Number four. Number four on the list has to be Barry Bonds. Look, I was a guy that for a long time held it against Barry Bonds because I'm a big Hank Aaron guy. But the guy hit the most home runs in baseball history. If there is a Hall of Fame, you have to have the guy that leads in all-time home runs. I'm not reaching here. It's not that complicated. Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Number three. Number three on the list is Don Mattingly. And I, I don't I think Don Mattingly is an interesting case because I think he has the numbers somewhat to be there. I, I just, I'm not really sure why he's not, but I remember growing up as a kid thinking Don Mattingly was awesome. And Don Mattingly is not in the Hall of Fame. And and I think that uh eventually we'll get to a point where he should be there. Number two. South Carolina's own shoeless Joe Jackson. You know, there's talk that he was part of of the Black Sox. I think that there's a way to put him in the Hall of Fame without having to. I mean, you can actually write up there, yes, Shoeless Joe Jackson was awesome. There, There's accounts that Shoeless Joe Jackson couldn't read, you know, but they're trying to make it out like he was behind a lot of this stuff with the Black Sox scandal in the, what, 1919 or whatever it was. You could put his story in the Hall of Fame, and that would make a lot of sense. And finally, and number one, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, I know he bet on baseball. Yes, I know that he wasn't exactly the, uh, he's unapologetic about it for the most part. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, so what? But how do you have the Baseball Hall of Fame without Pete Rose in it? He's the all-time leader in hits. Not home runs, hits. The guy who has the most hits in baseball is not in the Hall of Fame. That is insane to me. And I think the sad thing is they're waiting for Pete Rose to die as far as the Hall of Fame goes because I don't think they want to hear his his induction speech. Because when he gets up there, he's going to tell everybody what he thinks of them. And he doesn't care. I, for one, would like to see that. (laughs) I like it when people are honest, and if he thinks that, and let's be honest, here lately, Major League Baseball's kind of screwed him over. He shouldn't, I'm not saying that he has to be back in the realm of uh, where he's able to coach again. I'm not saying that, because I'm sure Pete Rose would take a coaching job in a second. 
He doesn't have to go out there and coach. He doesn't have to go out there where he's in any part of the game where he can bet on it or whatever and take away from the integrity of the game. But he can be in the Hall of Fame. When he goes and does all these uh, these autograph signings, he should be able to put HOF on it. Chip, uh, he really, really does need to be in the Hall of Fame as far as Pete Rose goes. And I know there's a set of people that are going to tell me, all right, Rob, he bet on baseball. I know. But I don't care. You can respond here, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. You can also reach out to me on Twitter. I am at Rob Sounds Good. That's the easiest place to uh, to reach me most days is on Twitter. Comes up on the in the pocket of my phone there, and I'm able to do my thing. So, but Twitter is the best way to do it. At Rob Sounds Good. We're gonna have in a moment, I believe, uh, Mike Mooneyham from the Post and Courier. We'll have him uh, join us for our 3:40 segment as. He is going to join us to talk a little bit of professional wrestling. Shout out to the folks watching on Facebook Live. Bill says he agrees on all five. There is no Hall of Fame without Pete Rose. But you know what? I think we got to put Barry Bonds in there, too. Those two should go in together. And I think Barry Bonds should, like, get back on his steroids so he can be a complete jerk like he was before. Because apparently he's a nice guy now. But I think he needs to be a jerk like he was before. And then he should do his induction speech. And by the way, since we're going to talk about people that aren't in the Hall of Fame, Mark McGuire is at number six, in my opinion, and Sammy Sosa is at number seven. Because I'm going to share something with you folks here on the rundown. I kind of got away from baseball. Yes, I did. I got away from baseball when they had the strike. And uh, my Braves, I were right there battling with the Expos. Yes, they were the Expos back then. To win a World Series. And baseball decided to pack up its tent and go home. You know what brought me back? Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. So those two should be in the Hall of Fame too. You can respond at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Right above my head... The United States is leading France one to nothing. About 40 minutes in here to the World Cup, France has like a penalty kick going here. We'll see if they can uh, score here. They call it the equalizer. But Megan Rapino, who has would be America's sweetheart, by the way, if she uh, would stand during the national anthem. But she's gone from America's sweetheart to America's mercenary, I guess is the term. We just want her to play soccer and do what she's doing. She's already scored a goal today. But the Americans lead uh, one to nothing. You want to talk about somebody that's hated right now? Just mention her name. I mentioned it in the hall earlier. Woof. On Twitter at Rob Sounds Good, I saw, saw a couple different folks today that were talking about um, how they're, they're completely turned off to soccer simply because of what hap- what's going on here with Megan Rapino. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to get involved with the rundown this afternoon, we'd love to chat with you about everything we've gotten into. The NCAA, by the way, as I said earlier, they do discriminate. They say it right there in their handbook. You can transfer as long uh, with... 
No exception. Or excuse me. You can transfer if you meet all of the following options. One of those options is you can't in any sport other than baseball, men's or women's basketball, football, or men's ice hockey. So if you play any of those sports, nah, we don't. you can't transfer. You are a slave to those sports. Have a nice day. That's what the NCAA says in their handbook. Why can't we have some of these people that are running their mouths all the time about this isn't fair and that's not fair? Why can't we have people that get a coalition together to go against the NCAA with that? Because that makes the most sense. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Uh, Mike Mooneyham from the Post and Courier. His brand new book, Final Bell, is out. I've read the majority of it. It's basically a collection of his write-ups he did in the Post and Courier talking about the um, the deaths of some professional wrestlers. My favorite is May as, as the fabulous Moolah, by the way, who is from right here in old Columbia, South Carolina, out there near uh, Blythewood, I believe is where it was. She had like her own ranch where she would bring these women in and, and stretch them out and make them wrestlers. But you can learn about that with his new book, Final Bell. You can get it on Amazon right now. So I know if you're like my wife, you love the Amazon, just click over there on the Amazon account, get you a copy of Final Bell, and bam, there you go. All right, so Mike Mooneyham will join us here shortly. We've already talked today about the uh, South Carolina defense. We've also gotten into the NCAA. Uh, one other little note here, a couple of quick notes, actually. DJ Ugangalehi is not participating in the Elite 11. One report says it's because he wants to stay uh, with his team this weekend at Huntington Beach. They've got four practices and a tournament. So there you go with that. That's People were wondering about that. And Davis Sharp is also a first-team All-American. The Clemson uh, freshman was named by D1 Baseball today. He is an All-American, uh, according to D1 Baseball. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will have Mike Mooneyham from the Post and Courier with us here on The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Final segment of The Rundown this Friday afternoon. We head out to the hotline and welcome in from the Post and Courier, the man, the myth, the legend, Mike Mooneyham. Mike, thanks for joining the show today, man. My pleasure, Rob. It's great to have you with us today. Of course, Mike is the author of Final Bell, which we've talked about a little bit before. But now, Mike, you've made it where it's it's really easy to get a copy of it right now, right? Final Bell has finally come home to Amazon. I know that sounds yes. so crazy, but yeah, it's come home to yeah. Amazon couple of clicks yeah, and you can have it, right? Right. Easy as that. We're, we're up and running. Yes, sir. So, and the great thing about, uh, about Final Bell is, is that uh, it, it kind of is a, a step back in history. And you can uh, check out the lives of some of the great wrestlers of our time, including the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. My favorite, the fabulous Moolah. May Young, yep. right on down the line. To some folks that, to be honest, I didn't really know much about until I read the book. But you can learn a good bit there uh, with Final Bell, which you can find on Amazon right now, written by Mike Mooneyham. It's endorsed by everybody from Jim Ross to Jim Cornette. And that's pretty much all you need to know. Go check it out. It's on Amazon right now, Final Bell. But I bring Mike on today because we had something happen in the wrestling world this week that kind of dropped jaws a little bit. Vince McMahon hiring Eric Bischoff to run SmackDown, and Paul Heyman is essentially going to run Raw. Um, how do you think that's going to affect 
the overall product that we see on WWE? Uh, well, you know, I, I thought about it, and I guess I can sum it up in four words. It reeks of desperation. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, you know, ratings have been down. House live event attendance has been down. Um, the product, you know, if you if you go if you go on social media, you can see all of the uh, the discontent with with the with the product. Uh, you know, it's like a, it's like your sports team that you follow. You know, if, if if the team is doing poorly and they're doing some things wrong, and I mean, you know, fans will just stop watching. Fans will stop going to the, the games. It's kind of like that with WWE because. I mean, regardless, you know, I know Chuck Wallen came on and really defended. He's a company man. That's good. He's champion. Uh, that's his right to do that. And, and he's, he's a really good talent. But to me, that was sort of a defensive posture. You know, why do you have to defend your product if the product is doing well? Um, he sort of came out of nowhere with that statement. And, um, uh, you know that all of this, when you when you combine all of the recent moves and the the posturing, it, it reeks of desperation. I mean, it, it, and I don't know if Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff are going to turn things around. I think it's just maybe a PR move. I'm sure they'll be executive vice president of the respective brands, but I mean, ultimately, Vince McMahon has the final say. So nothing is going to change without Vince's approval. And anybody who thinks otherwise is is crazy. I I completely agree with you on that. And that, that was going to be what I said to you. I think it's just a cosmetic thing. Unless, unless Vince McMahon may be getting to the point. I know he's in his 70s now. And I'm not mocking people that are old. But I'm just saying he's got to realize that. You've got this going on in addition to this XFL project that kicks off in February. There's only one Vince McMahon. You can't be in all the places at one time. And you know what? I think that he he gave a piece of it to Triple H when Triple H runs NXT. And Vince really doesn't mess with that. And you can kind of tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what he's going to do with Raw and SmackDown with these two. Well... You know, maybe to a degree, but I, I honestly, I can't ever see Vince uh, handing over a lot of control to anybody in that company, even his, even his daughter and his son-in-law, as long as he's still breathing. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he tells, he, he tells, he doesn't, he doesn't leave the guy's 24, so he's the real 24-7 champion. Um, and I, I can't see, I, I think this is, this has certainly stirred a lot of interest, okay, at a time when, yeah, people are, are complaining about the product and AEW is the, the talk of the town, new kid on the block, and they're ready to launch their TV in a, in a few months. They had to do something. I mean, they ha- and, and right, it, it's more cosmetic than anything. Um, how many times have we gone through this? Well, we're going to do something different. We're listening to the fans. We're going to make the different brands uh, you know, very distinguishable. You're going to know SmackDown and Raw is going to be an entirely different style. How many times have we heard that? Just in the last six months, uh, and forget about the last 10 years or so, but just the last six months, how many times have change, changes been promised and never delivered? I mean, we're at a low point right now. So, yeah, they're trying to go back to the 90s. Doesn't it have that 90s feel? 
you know, let's go back to that Monday war, Monday night war vibe. Let's uh, let's let's get the news out. The the two most influential guys, uh, other than Vince McMahon, that that ran companies and forget about you know had companies that failed but we're heads of the two competing companies. Let's get, let's bring them together and really start a new kind of revolution. I just don't see it happening. I mean, they, you know, how the products are set up right now, I don't know what they're going to do. There's nobody else to raid. You know, it's not a time like in the nineties where the companies could raid other companies or raid their, you know, the, the rivals companies. Um, it's pretty much what they have. And they have, the ironic thing is they have a lot of great talent on that roster, probably one of the greatest roster talents ever. But how they're being used, and it's so repetitive week after week, and you have three hours of of Raw and two hours of SmackDown the next night, and really you don't you come out of it not knowing what what really uh, great things that I see. You know, it's kind of like what I saw last week and the week before. Nothing really new, so. That's what I think about the whole situation. Well, hey, I appreciate you uh, checking it out with us today. And, of course, folks can find your book. It's on Amazon right now. It's called Final Bell. Uh, Just a great, great piece of work from Mike Mooneyham. Mike, thanks for joining us on the show today, man. Thank you, Rob. My pleasure. Talk to you later. All right. Have a good day, man. What a great way to wrap up the week with Mike Mooneyham talking a little wrestling with us. The bald man. Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk, the czar of Clemson Sports, the dynamic personality that can do everything from give you great sports information to sing you his favorite show tunes. Turn off the retina cookers. It's not time yet. He comes in here every day and turns on these retina cooker lights and fries my eyes, and we can't have that. But make sure you uh, check in with Lawton today and uh, ask him to sing you a show tune. He would love to do that for you during Clemson Sports Talk. That's from 4 to 6 today, and uh, he'll be happy to uh, help you out as you get ready for the weekend. The podcast for this show, finally, um, I want to take and uh, take a moment to tell people, hey, I appreciate you downloading that, as uh, the download numbers have gone up tremendously on that, so that's uh, really, really cool. I appreciate it. You can find that at foxsportsradio1400.com. In addition to my stack of stuff, which is my favorite sports headlines and things that I think are the most important of the day, I've been doing that throughout the week. Kind of gives you like a condensed version of it. Check out these five or six different articles. Some of them I bring up in here. Some of them I don't. But it's all great stuff and uh, good for your reading habits. That's at FoxSportsRadio1400.com. And I'm on Twitter. I'm at Rob Soundsgood. Uh, Alabama fans are upset with me because I, I said that uh, – I thought that uh, Paul Feinbaum was their water boy, and there there are lots of Alabama fans that are upset with me. So go over and check that out. That is on Twitter, at Rob Sounds Good. And as I said, make sure you uh, make way here for Lawton Swan. He's with uh, Clemson Sports Talk. His website is ClemsonSportsTalk.com, and check out his show from 4 to 6. More of the rundown on Monday on Fox Sports Radio 1400.